Act Three of Andrea or the Fair Andrian by Terence, translated by Henry Thomas Riley. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Act the Third, Scene One. Enter Simo and Davus from the house of the former. Mysis and Lesbia are coming toward the house of Glycerium. Mysis, not seeing Simo and Davus. Upon my faith, the fact is really as you mentioned, Lesbia. You can hardly find a man constant to a woman. Simo apart to Davus. This maid servant comes from the Andrian. Davus apart to Simo. What do you say? Simo apart to Davus. It is so. But this Pamphilus. Simo apart to Davus. What is she saying? Has proved his constancy. Ha! Davus apart to himself. I wish that either he were deaf or she struck dumb. For the child she brings forth, he has ordered to be brought up. Simo apart. Oh, Jupiter! What do I hear? Oh, it's all over, if indeed this woman speaks the truth. You mention a good disposition on the part of the young man. A most excellent one. But follow me indoors, that you mayn't keep her waiting. I'll follow. Mysis and Lesbia go into Glycerium's house. Scene 2. Simo and Davus. Davus aside what remedy now shall i find for this mishap simo to himself aloud what does this mean is he so infatuated the child of a foreign woman now i understand oh scarcely even at last in my stupidity have i found it out davus aside to himself what does he say he has found out simo aside this piece of knavery is being now for the first time palmed upon me by this fellow they are pretending that she's in labour in order that they may alarm cremas lycerium exclaiming from within her house juno lucina grant me thine aid save me i do entreat thee Ooh, oh so sudden what nonsense as soon as she has heard that i'm standing before the door she makes all haste these incidents davis have not been quite happily adapted by you as to the points of time by me are your scholars forgetful <laughs> i don't know what you are talking about simo aside if he at the real marriage of my son had taken me off my guard what sport he would have made of me now it is at his own risk i'm sailing in harbour scene three re-enter lesbia from the house of glycerium lesbia speaking to archilus at the door and not seeing simo and davus as yet archilus all the customary symptoms which ought to exist toward recovery i perceive in her now in the first place take care and let her bathe then after that 
what i ordered to be given her to drink as much as i prescribe do you administer presently i will return hither to herself aloud by all that's holy a fine boy has been born to pamphilus i pray the gods that he may survive since the father himself is of a good disposition and since he has hesitated to do an injustice to this most excellent young woman exit scene four simo and davus even this who is there that knows you that would not believe that it originated with you why what is this she didn't order in their presence what was requisite to be done for the woman lying in but after she has come out she bawls from the street to those who are in the house oh davis am i thus trifled with by you or pray do i seem to you so very well suited to be thus openly imposed upon by your tricks at all events it should have been with precaution that at least i might have seemed to be feared if i should detect it davus aside assuredly upon my faith it's he that's now deceiving himself not i i gave you warning i forbade you with threats to do it have you been awed what is it availed am i to believe you now in this that this woman has had a child by pamphilus davus aside i understand where he's mistaken and i see what i must do why are you silent what would you believe as though word had not been brought you that thus it would happen any word brought to me come now did you of your own accord perceive that this was counterfeited i am being trifled with word has been brought you for otherwise how could the suspicion have occurred to you how because i knew you as though you meant to say that this has been done by my contrivance why i'm sure of it uh, to a certainty not yet even do you know me sufficiently simo what sort of person i am i not know you but if i begin to tell you anything at once you think that deceit is being practised upon you and guile therefore upon my faith i don't dare now even to whisper this is one thing i'm sure of that no person has been delivered here pointing to glycerium's house you have discovered that still not a bit the less will they presently be laying the child here before the door of this then i now warn you master that it will happen that you may be aware of it don't you hereafter be saying that this was done through the advice of artifices of davis i wish this suspicion of yours to be entirely removed from myself how do you know that i've heard so and i believe it many things combined for me to form this conjecture in the first place then she declared that she was pregnant by pamphilus that has been proved to be false now when she sees that preparations are being made for the wedding at our house the maid-servant is directly sent to fetch the midwife to her and to bring a child at the same time unless it is managed for you to see the child the marriage will not be at all impeded what do you say to this when you perceived that they were adopting this plan 
why didn't you tell pamphilus immediately why who has induced him to leave her but myself for indeed we all know how desperately he loved her now he wishes for a wife in fine do you entrust me with that affair proceed however as before to celebrate these nuptials just as you are doing and i trust that the gods will prosper this matter very well be off indoors wait for me there and get ready what's necessary to be prepared davos goes into the house ah he hasn't prevailed upon me even now altogether to believe these things and i don't know whether what he has said is all true but i deem it of little moment this is of far greater importance to me that my son himself has promised me now i'll go and find kremas i'll ask him for a wife for my son if i obtain my request at what other time rather than to-day should i prefer these nuptials taking place for as my son has promised i have no doubt but that if he should prove unwilling i can fairly compel him ah and look here's kremas himself just at the very time scene five enter cremes i greet you kremas oh you are the very person i was looking for and i for you you meet me at a welcome moment some persons have been to me to say that they have heard from you that my daughter was to be married to your son to-day i've come to see whether they are out of their senses or you listen in a few words you shall learn both what i want of you and what you seek to know i am listening say what you wish by the gods i do entreat you kremas and by our friendship which commencing with our infancy has grown up with our years and by your only daughter and by my own son of preserving whom the entire power lies with you that you will assist me in this matter and that just as this marriage was about to be celebrated it may be celebrated oh don't importune me as though you needed to obtain this of me by entreaty do you suppose i am different now from what i was formerly when i promised her if it is for the advantage of them both that it should take place order her to be sent for but if from this course there would result more harm than advantage for each this i do beg of you that you will consult for their common good as though she were your own daughter and i the father of pamphilus nay so i intend and so i wish it to be kremas and i would not ask it of you did not the occasion itself require it what is the matter there is a quarrel between glycerium and my son i hear you so much so that i'm in hopes they may be separated nonsense it really is so after this fashion in faith i tell you the quarrels of lovers are the renewal of love well this i beg of you that we may prevent it 
while an opportunity offers and while his passion is cooled by affronts before the wiles of these women and their tears craftily feigned bring back his lovesick mind to compassion let us give him a wife i trust cremas that when attached by intimacy and a respectable marriage he will easily extricate himself from these evils so it appears to you but i do not think that either he can possibly hold to her with constancy or that i can put up with it if he does not how then can you be sure of that unless you make the experiment but for that experiment to be made upon a daughter is a serious thing why look all the inconvenience in fine amounts to this possibly which may the gods forfend a separation may take place but if he is reformed see how many are the advantages in the first place you will have restored a son to your friend you will obtain a sure son-in-law for yourself and a husband for your daughter what is one to say to all this if you feel persuaded that this is beneficial i don't wish that any advantage should be denied you ah with good reason cremas i have always considered you a most valuable friend but how say you what how do you know that they are now at variance davis himself who is privy to all their plans has told me so and he advises me to expedite the match as fast as i can do you think he would do so unless he was aware that my son desired it you yourself as well shall presently hear what he says goes to the door of his house and calls hello there call davis out here ah look here he is i see him just coming out scene six enter davus from the house i was coming to you why what's the matter why isn't the bride sent for it's now growing late in the day do you hear me i've been for some time not a little apprehensive of you davis lest you should do that which the common class of servants is in the habit of doing namely impose upon me by your artifices because my son is engaged in an amour what i do that i fancied so and therefore fearing that i concealed from you what i shall now mention what you shall know for now i almost feel confidence in you have you found out at last what sort of a person i am the marriage was not to have taken place how not to have taken place but i was making pretence that i might test you all davos affecting surprise what is it you tell me such is the fact only see i was not able to discover that dear me what a cunning contrivance listen to this just as i ordered you to go from here into the house he pointing to creamies most opportunely met me davos aside ha are we undone then i told him what you just now told me davos aside why what am i to hear i begged him to give his daughter and with difficulty i prevailed upon him davos aside 
utterly ruined simo overhearing him speaking eh, what was it you said extremely well done i say uh, there's no delay on his part now i'll go home at once i'll tell her to make due preparation and bring back word here exit now i do entreat you davis since you by yourself have brought about this marriage for me i myself indeed do your best still to reform my son troth i'll do it with all due care do it now while his mind is agitated you may be at ease come then where is he just now i wonder if he isn't at home i'll go to him and what i've been telling you i'll tell him as well goes into his house scene seven davos alone davos to himself i'm a lost man what reason is there why i shouldn't take my departure straight away hence for the mill there's no room left for supplicating i've upset everything now i've deceived my master i've plunged my master's son into a marriage i've been the cause of its taking place this very day without his hoping for it and against the wish of pamphilus here's cleverness for you but if i had kept myself quiet no mischief would have happened starting but see i espy him i'm utterly undone would that there were some spot here for me from which i might this instant pitch myself headlong stands apart scene eight enter pamphilus in haste from simo's house where is he the villain who this day i'm ruined and i confess that this has justly befallen me for being such a dolt so devoid of sense that I should have entrusted my fortunes to a frivolous slave. I am suffering the reward of my folly. Still, he shall never get off from me unpunished for this. Davos apart. I'm quite sure that I shall be safe in the future, if for the present I get clear of this mishap. But what now am I to say to my father? Am I to deny that I am ready, who have just promised to marry? With what effrontery could I presume to do that? I know not what to do with myself. Davos apart. Nor I with myself. And yet I am giving all due attention to it. I'll tell him that I will devise something, in order that I may procure some respite in this dilemma. Pamphilus catching sight of him. Oh ho! Davos apart. I'm seen. Pamphilus sneeringly. How now, good sir? What are you about? Do you see how dreadfully I am hampered by your devices? Still, I'll soon extricate you. You extricate me? Assuredly, Pamphilus. As you have just done, I suppose. Why, oh, no. Better, I trust. What? Am I to believe you, you scoundrel? You indeed make a good matter that's all embarrassment and ruin. Just see in whom I've been placing reliance, you, who this day from a most happy state have been and plunged me into a marriage. Didn't I say that this would be the case? You did say so. 
Uh, what do you deserve? The cross. But allow me a little time to recover myself. I'll soon hit upon something. Ah, me not to have the leisure to inflict punishment upon you as I desire. For the present conjuncture warns me to take precautions for myself, not to be taking vengeance on you. Exeunt. End of Act 3